everyone, welcome back to the How to Podcast series. I have another amazing podcaster with us today as co-host. We're going to be talking about all things podcasting. And what I love is just getting another perspective on podcasting outside of the way I'm doing things, the way I'm learning and how I'm growing. I get a chance to learn from another person doing the same thing. It's exciting. And the feedback we're getting from, from listeners, they really enjoy hearing from other podcasters, falling in love with new shows and connecting with great podcasters. So uh, Maya's here with us today. We're going to be talking about her podcast, her journey. So much to learn about from Maya as a co-host. Welcome, Maya, to the podcast. Glad to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And Dave, I think it's great what you're doing. I love when just even outside of podcasting, you know, that we're able to get the perspective of other individuals because I do carry around um, the thinking that we can learn something from everybody and we can learn something everywhere. So um, I completely love how you are doing this. And I hope it's bringing in a lot of knowledge and encouragement to everyone who's listening. And you are a super smart person. Uh, you have uh, a very interesting career and you are um, you're out there helping people learn all the time, which I love. So that learning and teaching spirit that you have it translates into podcasting so well because we're all here to learn together and grow. So I'm really for sure. looking forward to leaning on your insight and your wisdom today. So thank you for being part of this. Absolutely. Excellent. Tell us about your podcast. Let's let's talk all about that at the beginning and tell everybody about your show, the name of your show, what it's about, because we're all looking for the next new podcast to fall in love with. Yeah, for sure. Let's jump right in. So um, my podcast is called the Hey Hannah podcast. No, my name is not Hannah. It is Maya. You did hear correctly. Um, but Hey Hannah podcast is named for my daughter, Hannah, who unfortunately passed away in 2022. Um, but the idea behind the platform is we have conversations on the podcast that I thought I would have the opportunity to have with her. Um, you know, one of the things, and I was just telling you this, Dave, a minute ago, I read a quote about, um, we all make the mistake of thinking we have more time. And oh my goodness, that's probably one of the um, top lessons or takeaways I have from that experience is we don't, you know, we don't have all the time in the world. So I try to, encourage individuals on that platform to, you know, keep that at the forefront of your mind. It's not, don't be fearful, you know, but it is a reality that, um, you know, we do have a limit. And so again, on that platform, we talk about so many different things because it's, you know, the conversations I thought I would have the opportunity to have with her. I do work in education, as Dave mentioned. I work as an assistant dean at a university. So I'm always wearing the educator hat. So not only are we going to have a conversation, we're definitely gonna laugh and have some fun, but it's very important to me that we always leave with some actionable takeaways. There are some things that you're able to do and implement in your life with every episode. So I don't want to just, uh, you know, raise a problem and identify a problem for you. and like, yep, that's your problem. Go handle it. No, um, you know, we're going to have some takeaways and some ways that we can pivot and make things better as well. And so, um, you know, some of the episodes I talk about my grief journey, which is ongoing, anyone who's listening and, um, you know, 
has dealt with or is currently dealing with grief understands that it's an ongoing process. Like it never, it never ends. You just learn how to handle it better. So that's some of the things we talk about. Um, and then other times we're talking about life, parenting, just different aspects of life that are happening to us all. Um, but I have enjoyed getting into podcasting and just being able to contribute to a larger conversation of helping people grow and heal every day, for sure. Wow. Okay. As a parent, as soon as you start talking, my heart is with you 100%. Um, I don't know. I've never had to walk that journey. And one of yeah. the questions I'm wrestling with right now, just on a personal level, is what do people say about me as a person when I'm not in the room? And and then yeah. trying to live towards making that a the most effective and impactful thing possible. And yeah. what I'm trying to do and kind of my focus right now as I, I think about answering that question is, if I'm not in the room, I want somebody to say that Dave is a collector of people. And that's what I want to do is I want to make connections with people and and broaden my community. And yeah. to know that that's my legacy is that I collected great interactions with great people. And having a podcast is one of the ways that I'm leveraging that. And it's For really, sure. really impactful. And having time in your calendar is a great example of that. Like, how would we have met on the street in day-to-day -day life and even have known yeah. of each other had we not had a podcast? So I'm, I feel pleasure, I feel pleasure and, and treasure the fact that I have time with you, which is amazing. So thank you again. But as I think of, I think of Hannah, she's not in the room and I would love to know more about her as it relates to the podcast and to life in general, can you tell me, tell us more about Hannah and a little bit about her as a person? Because I think when we come to listen to an episode, we're going to have that lens um, as we, as we listen to what you're doing and what you're putting out into the world. Can you introduce us to, to Hannah if we've never met her? Absolutely. So um, Hannah passed away as an infant, um, which is uh a unique experience in itself yeah. and it's actually pregnancy and infant loss awareness month there you go. and so i'm doing a series on the hey hannah podcast um called courage and grief and recognizing the stories of individuals who have lived through pregnancy and infant loss and the reason that came about is because a lot of times especially um you know with babies or children just in general passing away it's just something that it's tragic. It's just really hard to process and hard to deal with. And so a lot of times people tuck it away yeah. and that's, and that's not a, a problem or anything, but it's just more of sometimes like a defense mechanism. You're trying to move on. But the thing is to the individuals who are out there, especially when you're, you're fresh in it, you are grasping for straws. Yeah. You're looking for any representation of someone who has made it through like who has survived, who is, you know, living beyond the pain that is just drowning you at the moment. And so I thought it was very important, even with that particular series that we're doing, um, to make sure that there is an example out there for someone who was like me when Hannah initially passed. And I was just, I couldn't find, you know, a lot of 
just hope or someone who's been through that before. So um, that's one of the things that we're doing right now. But as I said, Hannah passed away as an infant. Um, she was my only daughter. I have two living sons. And, um, you know, it was just a really, it's a long story, uh, yeah. just a tragic story. But she passed away um, after birth in the hospital. So we delivered her and um, we were excited about a baby, but unfortunately we did not get to take her home. Uh, so um, it's just a lot of unknowns, obviously with that. And I think it, that's part of kind of what plays into the podcast. And I talk about this one time on an episode, like even when you are carrying a child, you're expecting a child, like you already start to just naturally through yeah. your pregnancy, yeah. you have these, these dreams and these goals and all these things that you just automatically assume you're going to have the chance to do. And, you know, I'm going to tell her this and I'm going to help her with this. And she's mm -hmm. going to, you know, I told someone like, uh, I was already thinking like, you know, this girl's going to be the president because I have the blueprint for, and I'm ready to, <laughs> you know, I'm ready to hand it out and I'm going to show her this. And, and, you know, um, you just anticipate a lot. And, um, unfortunately that didn't happen, but as a result, you know, those conversations are still taking place on a platform that honors her memory and, Good. um, still shows so much love in, hope that that we had for her and I think it's very important also to recognize that even though she did pass away so so young she is still very much a loved and cherished member of our family that um you know had a significant impact on us all and that we you know we won't forget it's amazing I love that you're keeping her story alive and I you're right I think there's a lot of parents uh, that have that story and they do put it aside. They do put it away. And maybe they don't even never share it with anyone. They really don't. You, you meet somebody years later and you don't even know that's part of their journey. So to have a podcast that speaks to that, I, I, I love it. I love the idea behind it. And thank you for doing it. That's, uh, it's amazing. So what caught your eye about podcasting in the early days as far as this is something that I'm interested in and I really want to, I want to follow this path and get my voice into the world. What was it that caught your attention originally? Um, so I kind of have a unique story about getting into podcasting. Uh, so obviously after Hannah's passing, I was involved in a lot of therapy sessions um, and, you know, just kind of helping they were helping me work through the grief process. And one of the things that kept coming up was journaling, you know, like, oh, you should journal like this really helps with your grief. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I tried journaling prior to the grieving process. So I was kind of like, uh, you know, journaling is not really for me. I already know it's not my jam. <laughs> and so as I'm digging more into this grief deal, I'm still being encouraged to journal, to journal, to journal. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to do anything I don't enjoy and I'm already grieving. Like, no, that just sounds like a double whammy. And so as I kind of start thinking through it, I'm like, this is 2022, like times have changed. There has to be a way that I can still get like processing through these thoughts, but through, um, you know, a mode of communication that I enjoy. 
And so it's just kind of like podcasting came up like, hey, well, why don't you try doing a podcast? And so that's really how the whole idea was uh, birth. And so, you know, from there, it's been a really cool experience. And similar to what you said about the connection of people, that has been the most exciting thing for me. Um, and I think probably one of the biggest gifts of podcasting because naturally I would say I'm more of an introvert. So I wouldn't be connecting with as many people um, just in my natural realm, in my natural element. But because of podcasting, I feel like there's a continued introduction with so many cool and unique people with different perspectives that I've had the opportunity to meet. And it's come about simply because of this platform that has developed. Um, but it's just, it was a unique story to come into it, but it's something, you know, with podcasting, I've definitely enjoyed it a lot more than I, I thought I would. So it's like the healing aspect is taking place. Um, you know, the people who listen uh, to the Hey Hannah podcast are getting to be up close and personal to my healing and growth journey. So that's a bit scary, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it has been it has been good for sure. Any thoughts around audience, audience engagement? Have you tried anything and anything has worked for you as a podcaster that we can share as an idea? Um, so a few things that have worked for me, um, I do poll questions, which just, you know, feedback on the ideas or the topics. I do give my opinions on certain things. I do always say, hey, like, this isn't the right way. This is just what I think. Doesn't mean doesn't mean your way is wrong. It's yeah. just what I think. And I ask for feedback, like, mm, does your thinking align? Um, does it not? And um, the reason primarily for that is not to just leave it there, but I feel like a lot of learning comes out of discussion. And so that's why um, that polling, that discussion takes place because again, we want to make sure that there's some education, there's some learning and there's some growth happening because different perspectives and different people or in the virtual room, you know, so to speak. So the poll questions I engaged on social media um, with video clips of maybe certain portions of the podcast episode. So I may take a, a portion out and do like a reel about a particular topic we're talking about. And I'll engage with questions in the comments there. Um, and again, it's to keep the conversation going, hear additional perspectives and ideally take away some learning for everyone that's involved, you know, in the episode in some form. The one thing I'm loving about podcasting as well as just the, again, going back to the connection piece and yeah. having time with people. Um, I, I put on my website, a speak pipe uh, link and it's a free website and people can leave you voice messages, which oh, is cool. amazing because now you hear the voice of your listener. Yeah, And I tell everybody at the end of the show, go over to howtopodcast.ca and click the speak pipe link and you can leave me a 90 second voice message and it's free. I love and that. if you don't like it, you can re-record it. You don't, you know, it's not a one-time shot, right? So, uh, and then I get an email and it's a voice of someone that listens to the show. And then what I do is I take their message and I create a little mini episode around their message and their podcast. And I just put I it out that. into the feed with everything else. And it just gives me a chance to highlight another podcaster. And then they, 
they get a little mini episode just for them. And it's kind of this unique interaction now. And once you commit to giving people an opportunity to have their voice on your show, it opens the door for more people to do that. Yeah. And I remember I had one person reach out. They heard me say many, many times that if you leave me a message, I'll put you your message on the podcast. And they're yeah. like, yeah, right. It's all words. Who is this guy? <laughs> I don't believe him. Her name is Whitney Knox Lee, and she has a podcast called The Impostrix Podcast. It's um, all around women of color battling through the imposter syndrome and finding yeah. their place in business. And and so she reached out to me after many, many times, and she actually responded, left me a voice message with no expectation that I would even yeah. respond. Not only did I respond, but we've actually worked together on creating her podcast. And I'm so I celebrate her all the time. And I know she listens to this on her way to work. So hi, Whitney. Uh, so it's exciting when you can actually have a name and a voice yeah. and a face behind a listener. Uh, fast forward like months later, and I'm on with a new guest. And I'm listening to her talk. And I'm like, you really need to meet my friend Whitney. And I talked about her show and the look on my new guest face as I'm talking, she's just like, hold up. She reaches for her phone and holds her phone up in front of the camera and says, I'm talking to Whitney. I listened to her show. That's so cool. In the millions of podcasts that exist in the world, to know that I helped with Whitney to get her, her podcast started. And now I'm talking to one of her listeners months later. Like, what are the odds of that? Yeah. And that kind of connection that you can have by just having a podcast. It blew, it blew me away. I shut off the camera when we're done and I'm like, how did that even happen? That's amazing. That's so cool. Right? So cool. So giving your audience the opportunity to connect with you and not just be a one-way communication between you as a host to the listener, but having that feedback come back to you outside of your regular circle is a great opportunity to, to have that relationship. So I like to encourage that for all the podcasters listening. Create yeah. some way for people to get back to you. An email, your website, a speak pipe, whatever it is that works for you. But try to try to build that ongoing conversation. So that really works well. Awesome. That's a great idea. I'm definitely adding that, making like a mental check to add that to my podcast. <laughs> it's happening. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, it's exciting. I, I love doing this stuff. So when we were, the one thing we talked about when we did our pre-interview chat about today was we talked around metrics and what that means for a podcaster to look at those numbers that come back to us on our episodes to see how we're doing. It's kind of like a, like a health check, I guess, on our podcast. Some kind yeah. of way to kind of see if we're getting better and the listenership is growing. But you were quick to mention that it's more about the why yeah, in the beginning sure. that motivates you to continue going forward over and above the metrics. The metrics are there to serve us. They have a they have a purpose. But the why is almost more important than the metrics. Can you kind of unpack that for us a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. And I think just even outside of podcasting, this is something that transitions over into other areas of our life. And, um, you know, I'll say this, like we will have a goal for ourselves, but we'll hear the ongoing conversation around us. And sometimes it's easy to pick up 
the goals and the aspirations of other people. Like you may have the goal just to finish a 5K, but then you hear other people that you're training with and they want to place, they want to, you know, I want to win first, second or third, which is all, you know, great, all well and good. But the thing is, those are not your aspirations and you are starting from a different place and you have a different motivation, which is just to finish. Both are absolutely fine, but it's easy to get the communication signals crossed. And now you're carrying someone else's load that you were never meant to carry. Same thing with podcasting. Um, And I say that because it's very clear to know your why, because you can easily get caught up in how many downloads do I have? How many five-star reviews? You know, those types of things. But if your why is to get your voice out there, to be another contributor to a conversation that um, on a topic that you feel very invested in, that's another story. If your why is similar to mine with Hey Hannah podcast, it's a growth, a healing journey and a representation for someone else who may be grieving to see someone that and say like, hey, you know, she went through something similar and she seems like she's okay. Maybe I can be too. That's a different story. And so you want to make sure that your why is clear, easy to identify Because when you start to look at different metrics and ways that we typically measure the success of something coming in, you want to make sure that you are providing a true assessment and a true measurement for yourself. Because what will happen with that, let's say you never had a desire to make money, have a ton of downloads, like that's what you didn't go in for. But then you start to measure yourself according to those standards. They're going to be off. Right. You were never shooting for that mark to begin with, you know, yeah. so it's not a it's not a fair sample. And so, um, you know, having your why makes it very clear. And if you decide later on down the road and we talked about this, Dave, if like, hey, I'm really enjoying this. I want to make money. I want to, you know, I want the podcast to grow. Pivot. You can always do that, but then we need to restructure our why to make sure you're giving yourself, you know, like a fair assessment, a fair shake of how you're really doing based on what you were intending to do in the first place. Restructuring your why. I think that is a, that is a great, that's a great thought because I think if we, if we try to pull a new lever for our podcast that wasn't set up to do initially, we're going to get frustrated. Because yeah. our why hasn't changed. We still want to do the why when we wanted to have a fun podcast and make connections. And now we have this new goal of making money. Those two don't match. And our why yeah. is going to get frustrated and we're going to get caught up in all of that and wonder why we're not successful. Do Absolutely. you have a success metric for your podcast that you kind of hold to yourself to kind of say, I'm going in the right direction? Do you have any way to kind of measure your success as a podcaster? So because my podcast is so heavily tied to um, progressing in my grief journey, I personally did not put a ton of expectations on myself because um, who you hear and who you see today is a much uh, stronger, improved version of who I was a year ago, you know, full of. I couldn't really mention Hannah's name without crying or mention that 
she passed away in the hospital and we didn't get to take her home. Like those phrases could not completely come out of my mouth, but I've been able to witness the growth and even been able to personally connect with other individuals that I've been able to encourage on the platform simply just by being out there. So for that reason, I didn't have those types of specific metrics about, you know, growth and downloads and monetization um, because I just wanted to be able to heal to some extent and be some form of an example. But um, now one thing I will say that I have had in place is I wanted to make sure that I gave myself a fair shake at doing podcasting. And that's something that I do with any type of new goal that I set, whether it's, you know, working out, uh, you know, if you want to learn knitting or a new language, whatever it is, but it's set a specific number or set a specific place that you want to go. So for podcasting, what that would look like is commit to yourself. I want to do at least 30 episodes, whatever it is. You set that particular area. Don't get involved in the checking the numbers, checking the metrics, checking the reviews, do the 30 episodes that you committed to assess your progress at that point. Because what we can tend to do is we can get into the habit of checking in, checking in, checking in, and you get discouraged five episodes in. I mean, that's not really a fair shake at anything. Rather, you are learning how to cook French fries or do podcasting. Like, you just got to give yourself some time. You have to kind of grease the wheel, so to speak. And so I think when you give yourself that number, it just kind of takes the the foot off the ignition with always wanting to check, 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 and give yourself a real chance to kind of dive deep into that new area that you're in. And you know, like, hey, oh, my 30 episodes is coming up. Let me assess where I am. And again, it's a good place to then see, do are my goals still the same? Do I want to do something different with the show? Is now a time to pivot my why? And then you have that check-in point. So you're not always stressed about, you know, numbers and metrics all the time. And you're still able to enjoy yourself as well with what you're doing. With your education background and all the teachers and people that you work with day to day, when a teacher steps into the classroom and there's X number of students in the room, say 10, 20 students there, I can't imagine a teacher coming up to the to their desk to start the class and going, oh, there's only this many people here. I guess there's not enough to do the class. We're going to cancel. Uh, right. That's not that's, that's not an option. Right. You you teach. Right. Uh, and even if only five people show up because of weather or something, there's there's unlimited potential sitting in those seats and you can't yeah. measure that number. You can count right. the number of people in the room but you can't count the potential of what they're going to be and who they're going to become. They could be the president of the United States. You don't know who's sitting in your classroom. So as you come to your teaching and into the classroom, you have to think about the unlimited potential of your audience and don't get caught up in the fact that there's only a certain number of people who have shown up. I, I talk to people who have five listeners to their podcast and they're like, Dave, I don't know if it's really worth it. And I say to them, if you went into a room and the five people that listen to your show constantly every week 
are sitting there in front of you and you walked up to the microphone and went, oh, there's only five people here. I'm sorry to waste your time. Let's cancel. Let's leave because I'm, I'm embarrassed that there's only five people here. What do you think those five people would think? Like, we um, showed up. We're here. Like, there's not enough of us to do this. And I just, one of the things I'm recording as we do these co-hosted episodes is just what I call the Appleseed series. Yeah. And there's that quote that I heard that you can count the number of seeds in an apple, but you can't count the number of apples in a seed. There's oh, unlimited potential in one seed, and you can't measure the yeah. results of that seed. So as teachers come into the classroom, you can count the number of students, but you can't count the impact of what they're going to do in life. Absolutely. So you need to show up for your students and you need to show up for your audience in podcasting to the same degree. So that's why I love having you on because you have a different perspective from what you do that many of us don't have the opportunity to experience. So how important is it for you to show up and to do your podcast and present the information and be, knowing that you have listeners as many as you have or as few as you have, how important is it for you to show up as a podcaster? Um, yeah, it's absolutely important. I heard a quote one time, um, and it was, I mean, it's simple, but it was very profound. And it said, an audience of one is still an audience. Oh, and <laughs> I like it. I think sometimes, you know, I mentioned at the beginning how we all make the mistake of thinking we have more, more time. We all have a limited amount of it. And if you think about all the many competing responsibilities that people have. They have children, they have spouses, they have jobs, you know, they have hobbies and they're taking their time that they don't even know how much they have of it to listen to you. Man, what an honor, what a gift that is. Like, what are you saying that's so much, you know, different than anyone else, but they are like valuing your voice. And they're here to listen to you. And so, again, it doesn't matter if you have a million individuals or you have one. It's still a person. And I think sometimes it's easily, especially when you're looking at metrics to see numbers. But don't ever forget that those numbers represent people. Yeah. And so um, when you think about it from that perspective, you know, it really helps to give you that shift. And I love what you said, like about the unlimited potential. And um, I truly believe that we, um, we're all tasked with ideally operating in our gifts so we can encourage someone enough so they can unlock their gifts. So we don't necessarily know um, a lot of the big you know, celebrities or whoever it is that you look at and you're like, oh, this is a big celebrity, someone that I really enjoy listening to. We see that particular individual, but there's so many other people underneath that help support that individual to get to where they are. So this is what I mean by that. Like you may see a, a superstar where they, are, where they are, but there are people who encourage them on a bad day. There's people who cooked a meal, who helped pack a bag, who cleaned the house, you know, who made a bed that they needed to sleep in. All those people matter just as much. Like we all play a part. And so 
that one individual may be the person that's on the platform, but we all have a part that we're playing. So never downplay your particular portion. So rather you're speaking to that one person who goes and encourages the next and they make a big difference, or you're speaking to a crowded room, it all still means something and it all still plays a part and it's helping other people reach their potential, which helps to make an impact on the world um, just at large. So don't ever forget that, especially when it can just seem like, oh, it's not a lot. It's my small thing. It all matters. It, right. it all plays a part. And I want every podcast to grow. I want you to have success. I want you to reach many, many, many people because the message that we have is unique, special, and we're yeah. we're the only one who can do our show. Absolutely. But when you do have success and when those numbers do come in the future, don't forget that you're still speaking to one person, even yeah. though the numbers are large. Because I think when you get to that metric where you're like, you have a team and you have all these people who do it for you and you don't even answer your own emails anymore and you don't run your social media because you have this great big group that does it for you. Yeah. Remember that when you come to the microphone, you're talking to one person who has you in their ears and they've made time for you in your day in their day. And they've, again, said no to so many things to make room for you. Yeah. Don't ever forget that you have this precious moment with them. And for your podcast in particular, nobody knows what you're listening to when you're on the train or on the whatever, and you have your headphones on. And some of these people listening to your show might be really battling and struggling in life, and they don't know who to talk to, but they identify with your content and they find, yeah. they find peace listening to your show. Yeah. And no one knows their story, but you do. And they have a bond with you as a host that's unbreakable. Yeah. And they know you just by being a listener and they've never met you in person, but they know you. And that is like the most precious thing that we need to keep in, and make sure that we cultivate by just speaking to them directly and, and having that moment with them on a regular basis because people are looking to us. So I love the idea of your podcast, Maya. It's, it's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. It's amazing. So before we go, again, I want to, to shout out your show. I want people to connect with you and and fall in love with your podcast and share it with somebody that maybe you do know someone that this podcast would be a huge benefit and resource for. I would love you to, to promote all that. And then I have one more question for you before we go. But can you again, can you share more about your podcast? Yeah, absolutely. So again, it is the Hey Hannah podcast. We do have a website www.heyhannapodcast.com. Easy enough, right? Um, nice. <laughs> but you can go there um, and find out more about myself, uh, the origins of the podcast, the about a story is written out a bit more. You can see previous episodes, also links to our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of them are Hey Hannah Podcast. So pretty easy to find. Um the episodes come out weekly on Wednesday. So if you're interested in tuning in and hearing more from me, uh, that's where you can find me weekly on Wednesdays. Hey, Hannah podcast. We're always putting out some new information. And as Dave mentioned, please share anyone that you know who can be encouraged, especially someone who's had a similar experience, especially, um, you know, when we're talking about pregnancy and infant loss, I feel like that's one of those areas um, 
especially when you have like a family member or someone who's experienced something like that and they hear that you've had a similar situation it's always like well can you talk to my sister can you talk to my whoever because the people who love you are are grasping for straws they don't know what to do but they want to find a way to support you and so they typically try to connect you with someone else who's been through a similar experience but as i mentioned before a lot of times people aren't leading with or letting you know unless you're very close to them you know like what happened or that that's even a part of their story so in that case it's hard to find it's hard to find people who um connect with your story and who've had a similar experience and i'll just say this i know when i had my experience with hannah until i actually said something about what happened is when I started having so many friends who oh. came and they would like message me like, oh, this happened to me or, you know, and I'm like, I never knew, but I never had an idea that this is a part of your story. And even to this extent, like in a larger scale, a lot of people don't know, but it's like, man, do you really need that support? And they reached out to me because they knew I would need that support. They'd been through something similar. But, you know, when you're already in a place where it's very hard to see your way out, it's hard to still like kind of be looking for light and looking for someone to help with the support. So if you know anyone, um, please share it with them. The encouragement helps. And it's just good to make that connection and find a sense of community for sure. I love it. Everyone, all the information will be in the show notes for you to go and connect with Maya and connect with her her podcast. My one last question for you, Maya, is... All around the idea of, as as an educator and someone in that space, uh, you're all about helping people, right, and teaching and guiding people. You talked about how journal entries were not your thing at the beginning, and that podcasting was became your thing, and I'm grateful that it has been. What I'm thinking is, have you put thought towards taking your content, maybe pulling down the transcriptions of your episodes, and using those as a framework to to write your book to write your story so that you can then also then voice your story in an audiobook because i think that would be a great complement to all of the things you've created through your podcast which would again put you on shelves and put you in front of people that haven't heard your podcast yet have you put any thought to bringing that content and putting it into another form no i never have And let me just say this. This is why it's so important to connect with other people. Because of your perspective, you've introduced an idea to me that never crossed my mind. I love that. I absolutely love that idea. I've never thought about it, but now the wheels are turning. So thank you for mentioning that. Um, This is why it's important. Like we have to get out of our own heads, connect with other people with different perspectives and be introduced to all kinds of new things. But I haven't thought about it before. It's something I'm definitely thinking about now. Because I'm thinking like you you can start writing a book with a blank piece of paper or a blank screen on your computer and go, now how am I going to do this? Or as a podcaster, you can go to your transcriptions. Those are your words. You've already said them. You've already interviewed people. You've had conversations. And you can just download the, that transcription and start with that. There'd be some editing, obviously, to kind of yeah. beginning, beginning process. But they could be a chapter in a book. They could be something. And 
It could be the, the door that opens for you to share your message further in conjunction with what you're doing on your podcast. And again, for you to voice that book in an audio format, could you already do it in your podcast? You sound amazing. Your show's amazing. So it's just naturally something you could do to complement that. And at the same time, if you can say on your podcast, listen, I'm, I'm writing this book. Come on the yeah. journey with me as a listener. And when the book's ready, I'll let you know. Um, but you can bring your your community along with you as you write it. And then you have a built-in community ready to support you when the book launches. Everything is there. You don't have to do the heavy lift. You've done it with your episodes. And your your story can live beyond a podcast as well. So I'm there. I'm ready to buy the book. I'm ready to support you. My hands raised. Um, I would love to to be in your corner as part of your community to support you in that. And if I can assist in any way, even just an ear to listen, um, I'm here to do that. Listening to your podcast and being your part of your community. Thank you, Maya, for being part of the show. I'm I'm excited for the future of not only your podcast, but maybe what's next to come for you uh, as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Um, this has been a great experience. And I have two awesome highlights to take away with the speak pipe and the audio book. So um, you heard it here first. Thanks to Dave. These new initiatives will be coming, but uh, for sure some golden nuggets that came from today's chat and hopefully some other people picked up on some cool things they can hang on to and help them move forward as well. So this is the definition of homework that will help your homework better. There you go. Right? I think that right. works. Does that work? It works. I can, we're gonna, I'm going to go with it. Um, there you go. Maya, thank you so much for being part of the podcast. Everyone go check out all the show notes. I would appreciate everyone that listens to the How to Podcast series to go to Maya's podcast. Like, follow, share, do all of the things. Share it with somebody in your community and your family that needs to hear this message. And let's support another How to Podcast family member with Maya and her great show. Maya, thank you so much for doing this. Absolutely. Hey, it's Dave jumping on here at the end. I hope you're doing well. Thank you for listening to the How to Podcast series. Putting this out there for you. You're starting a podcast and you're like, Dave, the technology is giving me a headache. This editing thing is, I don't know, it's banana pants. I can't figure it all out. Um, and you're thinking, if there was somebody who could help me with my podcast, I would pay them to do the editing for me. Guess what? I'm actually doing that. I have clients now, past guests who've been on the show, on one of my other podcasts, on this podcast. I'm doing some podcast consulting. I'm doing podcast editing. I'm helping with people launching their podcast, getting it all the technology stuff, all getting your podcast and all the players, helping you with your YouTube channel, your website. Oh, it just goes on and on. It goes on and on. And I would love to help you. So instead of going to Fiverr or Upwork, I've I've been on there. I keep trying to get on for jobs and nobody's paying attention to me. And I'm I need attention. <laughs> I would rather work with you as a listener of the show. So here's what I'm saying. Go to howtopodcast.ca, leave me a voice message, tell me what you need, and let's work out something that works for you and your budget. And if you need full service or you just need something quick like a drive-through 
type service. I'm there for you. I got you. And if you like what you hear on any of my seven podcasts, I can do that for you. I can't. And I'd love to work with you because you are amazing. And I'm there to help you, whatever you need. How to podcast.ca. Reach out. Let me know what I can do to help you with your podcast. Thank you for listening. Catch you on the next episode. Take care.